This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You family. Michelle Abraham, your host here today. And I'm bringing you another Michelle today. How exciting is that? I've got a behind the mic interview today with Michelle Greenwell, the co the host not the co-host you're the co you're the host the host of be well with michelle podcast and i'm so glad to hear you today michelle i would love to say hi for you first before i share a little bit more about you how are you doing i'm great thank you so much for having me michelle it's great to be here you're welcome well we've been planning this for quite some time so i'm glad we finally got our schedules together to be able to make it happen so guys let me tell you a little bit more about michelle she is got degrees like no tomorrow <laughs> but specifically a phd in complementary integrative health and she strives to support public to choose self-care and well-being options that create ease and flow in their lives michelle specializes in using movement to heal the body her bioenergetic formula for success provides a means for everyone to set their intentions and create support and action for flow and ease to the goals which i love that's so cool so you can find more about Michelle at dancedebut.com. And also, it, I just found out about today, but she also has a tea company. That's the Heat Breton Tea Company. And she does all sorts of really fun tea ceremonies and tea workshops and all sorts of cool things with her teas. So um, they're all designed to be aligned with the Chinese medicine and um, elements of that, which is super cool. So I wouldn't want to dive more into that, too. But uh, let's dive in, Michelle. Tell us a little bit about how long have you been podcasting for? I've been podcasting. I'm in my third season. So Ooh. yeah, yeah. I just passed the 51st, 51st episode got launched. So Awesome. I love hearing that. And, you know, you've broken all sorts of records because a 75% of podcasters don't make it past episode 20. So you're, you're well on your way. So what has been your favorite part about being a podcaster so far? you and I were talking about this before we we started to record, it's the people that you meet. Mm -hmm. It is so fascinating to me and people have incredible stories. So I love hearing how they're transformed, which is where I like to put my focus, but also the tools that they brought forward from that and to help people with their self-care. And it's it's fascinating to me how many diverse ways we can do that, but also how how many success stories we have. Mm, so cool. So the focus of your podcast is really diving into like the transformation people have along their journey of finding better wellness. Mm-hmm, exactly. Cool. And it's set up also so that when people are listening to the podcast, they actually get a balance. So it has a healing component to it. So you're listening, but you also get balanced at the same time. And that Tell was more, how do you infuse that into your podcast? Yeah. So it's it's strategically put together. And so there's always a goal at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then I will ask the person about their tea that they're drinking. 
and I will have uh, whatever tea I'm going to bring up, which does promote my company, but it also provides me with the opportunity to promote an herb and what that herb can be doing to support. And then we'll have our conversation. But at the end, I always ask my guests for some kind of a movement activity that people could do to get up from listening to the podcast or if they've been doing something else to be able to take a break. Out of that process, it activates the innate healing potential. And so by the time we get to the end of the conversation, that's where everybody's at. Yeah. I love it. So they're listening and integrating at the same time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Very cool. And I love the creativity that's gone behind that. Did it take you a while to come up with that idea? Or is that something that was always like initially in your idea for the podcast? Well, there's two pieces to that. One is I was working on my PhD and out of looking at the key tools that in Canada we call bioenergetic wellness. Everywhere else in the world, they call it specialized kinesiology. But we thought that the tool was the biofeedback that comes from muscle monitoring. What I discovered was it wasn't. There were these series of activities that we do that always is encompassed in what we're doing. We just didn't really think about it. And those are key to what makes transformation happen. So I was working on that piece. But then the second part was when I started my podcast, my son informed me that I should be writing a script. I shouldn't just wing it. <laughs> and and I thought, well, I know what I want to say, and I, I'm not sure I really need to write it all down, but I thought, you know what? I'm going to humor him. I'm just going to go ahead with the script. And because I do the script, I have the opportunity to specifically put in things. Whereas if I was to, mm-hmm. I would say wing it, but it's not really wing it because I know we, we prep for what we're doing, but I can strategically place things and I can really work on the goal. And then I always pull an affirmation card from my card deck, which helps lead that and it leads it with art. And so I, I wouldn't have been able to do that if he hadn't have provided that little incentive for me. That's great. He's also added a little bit, a layer of extra work for you too. But I think that's a good thing because I know that so many podcasters with those scripts, now that you can take those scripts and turn them into something else after so many episodes, you have these like 50 scripts now. They could turn into all sorts of different cool things. Do you have plans to do anything else with your content from your podcast? I hadn't thought about that piece of it. It would be lovely to go back and look at goals because of course, once something is brought into balance and flow, you forget that you even worked on that goal or that what that was even a problem in your life. And so it's really interesting to go back and see, you know, what did we bring forward? And there's some cards too in the card deck that come up quite a bit. Yeah. So it'd be fun to see what that patterning might be. Yeah. yeah that would be really neat to see too. I would imagine it would probably be also neat to kind of like put it into like a book or something too, like a, you know, some sort of book or PDF or something that kind of like brings them all together too. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of another, another modality. The other interesting thing is the movements that people offer, because I always ask my guests to, you know, something that they do to, to bring them joy or to lift them up. And then sometimes I'll be doing something that I say quite frequently, but then sometimes I have a connection energetically with who's going to be doing the podcast mm-hmm. and and new things get created, which is really interesting because it's not heard anywhere else except on that podcast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, to be able to compile those movement pieces would be fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Create like a library of them. <laughs> so fun. So, what means you kind of turn to movement to incorporate into your podcast? But people sit too much. <laughs> and I know for me, since the pandemic, I went, I went from 
on the road sitting, like traveling in my car, going from classes to classes, different locations, to being in front of my computer like 24-7. Like it was crazy. So a lot of hours where I'm frozen in position. And I know that for a lot of people, that's where they're at. And even when they're listening to podcasts, lots of them are driving. They may not be walking or they might be sitting and maybe they knit or they do a craft, you know, some, so they're still not moving. And so I really wanted to invite people to think about ways that movement could be snuck into things. It's not that you had to set your exercise time aside, but that you could be doing it while you're doing something else. Oh, I I teach, I call it dynamic sitting because they teach people how to not sit at their desk, but to actually move at their desk while they're while they're doing the work. So um, yeah, so that links all that together. Very cool. Can you give us an example? Well, if you, if you notice, (laughs) (laughs) I'm in my bare feet, but if you put your feet on the floor and connect in with your feet, and then if you try to draw circle like a clock, so from your toes, you go over to the the right side, back to the heels, over to the left side, and just roll through your feet. That is for stability. That can change the way you think, how you make decisions, the way you might be creative in something you're working on, just by rolling through your feet. Also, when you work with your feet, you actually inspire your eyes. And so with your eyes then, which are staring at a screen, you actually have a chance to give them some relief even while you're still doing the work. And now you could take your feet from there and you could go to your pelvis and then you could roll around the pelvis the same way, but use your feet as the inspiration. And still going in the same direction or do you change? Same direction. You could go the other way too. I just picked clockwise, but you'll notice that as you get to the back, the lower back, if it's tight, you feel that. And yeah, exactly. And after you've done it a few times, it'll start to soften up. And that's an area where a lot of, stronger decision-making kinds of things can get blocked. So if you have to make a big decision, that'll be often very tense. And so you want that to be nice and soft and then decision-making just becomes that much easier. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Great. Yeah. For those of you guys that are just listening and not watching, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're kind of we're rotating in circles. We might make you a little bit dizzy <laughs> if you were to well be watching right now. <laughs> That's awesome. I love those. It's so great to just... Uh, kind of get up and shake it out we've got a podcaster she's launching her show coming up and she does one minute one minute exercises throughout the day so she challenges people to go and do a one minute exercise when you're every time you get up to go to the bathroom or something like that and it's kind of interesting but just those little movements can make a huge difference like i'm already yawning because the oxygen is much better just from that little bit of movement Right. And then you can start to feel the energy come up the body. So if anybody's that, listening that they were participating with us, you might notice your feet are buzzing. Yeah. That'd be the key. And then that the whole circulation is changing. So particularly in your legs where you're bent at the knee, yeah. you have water gets blocked. It can't flow down to the feet or it can't send the toxins back up to the center of the body. Mm-hmm. So you have this opportunity to start to really open and, and move things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We just are coming off of a couple of days after Potapalooza. And Potapalooza, unfortunately, is one of my worst days for sitting because it's like 16 hours. And I try to stand up between each of the speakers or 
than if all the speakers are speaking, but it's a long day. And oh my gosh, my body's still recovering from that. And so mm -hmm. I had to go out for a big walk afterwards and detox from all the screen time <laughs> in exactly. the forest. I did a cleansing <laughs> bath in the forest after. <laughs> That's awesome. So Michelle, what's been your um, favorite podcast episode that you've done? Do you have a favorite? I mean, you might not have one, but you probably like a lot of them. But do you have an absolute favorite? <laughs> That's really, really tough because, yeah, it, I, just so many exciting people to work with. I have really enjoyed working with Colin McLeod, who is the Celtic Fiddle Guru, because he's played fiddle for me on the podcast. We've Ooh. done things for the chakras. We've done voyages with music. Um, if there's a topic him and I are kind of discussing just in our work, we'll turn that into a podcast. We'll say that needs to be recorded and, and we'll make a podcast with it. So that's been really fun. And my sister has joined me for season three. And Ooh, is, yeah, so she takes the fourth, fourth week of the month and she's focused on raising money for a family in Malawi who have been devastated by all the storms that have passed through there. And so we do a conversation about how she thinks about asking them questions about what they need and how she could be of assistance. When you know nothing about a country or how people function, she has this incredible way of, of just slowly working through it. She's doing it all through texting. Oh, and wow. so, so I'm learning more about my sister by sharing this podcast time and it also gives us something else to work on together and oh, so i'm really enjoying that yeah have fun i mean i think that's one of the coolest things about podcasting is that the creativity is all up to you you can make it as interesting fascinating twist it the way you want and each season you have the opportunity to do something different if you want so that's very exactly cool. and i love that yeah. your sister's joining you that's fairly fun what a great way to bring family members closer together to you to work on a project Mm -hmm. well, we did a podcast for my mom for her birthday a few years ago, two years ago now. You know, some of her siblings were maybe getting closer to the end of their lives. And so we wanted to get them all on on on, on interviews. So we interviewed them all. We interviewed my aunts and uncles and my cousins. And <laughs> we did a podcast for my mom as like a private podcast as a birthday present for her. It's just, it was cool. It brought us all together as family, like closer to do this project. It was really fun. <laughs> That is a cool idea. I yeah, love it. A little legacy project, right? Like everyone can have a, all the stories. I wish I had a podcast with all my papa stories. He used to be a writer and wrote all sorts of really cool stories. It would be fun to have all of those like in his voice on a podcast, I think. So, yeah. I think there's a whole business in that whole, in that area and genre of podcasts, right? With all the, all of our older generation that, you know, have those stories from the wars and from, all the different eras they went through and uh, and they're growing up and you know the black and white tv to like now and craziness and <laughs> yeah yeah so fun yeah yeah that's a kind of a cool project so michelle i would love to know what has been your your favorite part about podcasting <sighs> it is that you meet. it is connected <laughs> with the people it yeah. is but if I was to turn that back around and how have I grown out of it? Yeah. You're, you know, you talked about being able to, you know, think on the fly when you don't have a script to adjust to all kinds of technical issues that happen. And it, just to be able to communicate with people in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's really helped me to grow in what I'm doing. And 
Although sometimes scheduling doesn't work out so well, you know, other things are going on. I've been able to just step back and go, what's the most important? And then bring that back into the podcast. And that's been really fun. And also finding my own voice because it's easy to interview other people. But this season, I wanted my voice to come through on the first week of, of the month. And so I dedicate it to the kinds of work I'm doing or some project I might be working on. And that has allowed me the opportunity to just speak and not be thinking about how can I promote other people? Because I do that a lot, just intuitively. But that's been really fun too. So good. Yeah, sharing your own voice and getting your own voice in there. Something that I am working on as well. I have so many amazing guests I want to interview, but sometimes I don't do my own show. And so I think it's good to get to have your own voice in there. That way your audience gets to know you, uh, gets mm-hmm. to know you on a whole different level too. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, one. So for speaking about some of the things that have helped you grow and over the last uh, three seasons of your podcast, one, if you're, some of our listeners haven't started their podcast yet or maybe you've been procrastinating a little bit like I did when I first got started. Do you have any words of wisdom now that you're three seasons in for those that are just still in the contemplation mode? Well, and, and that's the interesting piece is a lot of people talk about they're going to do it. Then they they say, I'll do it when I have six podcasts in the can ready to go. Yeah. And it's too long. If you recorded one, send it out there. You might like it. You might not like it. You might want to change something, but you can always pull it back down. Mm-hmm. And so you can put it out there, see how people react to it, see where you want to place it, and then do the next one. Because if you put a lot of work into three or six, and then you find out it's not exactly where you want it to be, you have three or six in, now you've got a format kind of underway, then you might decide you want to stick with it. You know, I'm a person that jumps. When I go, this is what I want to do, or I'm intuitively guided to do something, I just jump. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it gets me in trouble, but most of the time I actually am delighted with where I end up and what I'm doing. And um, the podcast, I did ask my son for assistance because I needed to be able to record my opening part for the show and everything. And he had the ability to do that for me. And even working on that, like you were talking about with family, that brought him and I together on a project. But also I was able to incorporate a lot of things into just making that recording. So so all the pieces that you want to work on, just just jump. Don't yeah. think don't think so much. You know, I think sometimes we try to we want it to be perfect and it's never gonna be perfect. <laughs> yeah, that analysis paralysis gets you every time. It prolongs prolongs the show. Yeah. Um I will you know, there's a reason we call it evolving out loud podcasting because <laughs> the more I think the more you share your story, the more you share your voice. The more you just press record, the better it gets. And, you know, if you're not embarrassed by your first few episodes, you waited too long to put them out there. (laughs) So everyone's first few episodes are not great. And, you know, it's better perfect than done. Or it's better done than perfect is the thing, not the the other way around. So I think that's Mm -hmm. awesome that just Mm -hmm. just get it out there and, and get going. This is some great, great words of wisdom. Uh, Michelle, anything else you'd like to share with our audience before we let you go today? And also, where can they find out more about you? We've got to send them to your dance debut and also to your tea company. Mm-hmm. Yes, my full resources they can find on Linktree. And that can be very helpful because it's a direct link to everything. Yeah. So it's HTTPS colon slash slash that lovely thing you put at the front. 
and then l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash dance debut d-a-n-c-e-d-e-b-u-t that has all my resources in one spot so i do operate as dance debut if it's anything to do with movement and if it's to do with tea then it's the cape breton tea company and then i forgot the question you asked me the, the the one last thing that you wanted me to say oh any last words of wisdom for our listeners today and I had one until I went into all of the other pieces. <laughs> I, I think it would be for, for podcasters to not take themselves too seriously. Yeah. And, you know, have fun because podcasting is fun. And the other for the listener, for those people who are spending time listening to the podcast, set yourself up so it's a balance when you're finished because you can do that for yourself. And that's, you know, make a cup of tea put some movement in place. Maybe you do, you go for your walk while you're doing it, while you're listening to the podcast, but also know what your goal is before you set out, because there's the reason you chose to listen to a podcast and it has a title that's of interest, but think about what that's going to mean to you and where you want to go with your goal. And so if your goal is maybe you want to be a podcaster, then you think about when I'm a podcaster, this is the podcaster I want to be. And now that I'm a podcaster, so you transition it over and you're listening, you're now listening with a completely different ear. So know your okay. goal before you start. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was first listening, it was like, okay, you're listening for the content was good. And then when you want to become a podcaster, now you're listening fine. Okay. What does their intro sound like? Okay. How did they introduce that person? Okay. How was their music sound like? Whole different listening ear. I love that. Great reminder. Thank you, Michelle, for sharing that. Now, uh, and thank you for joining me. So you had, you've had two Michelles from opposite sides of the Canadian coast, one from the left coast, one from the right coast, one from the east coast, one from the west coast. It's been a lot of fun having you on today, Michelle. I'm super excited to learn more about your dance debut and uh, come and try some moves with you. I'll have to remember those moves with my feet while I was, while I was sitting so much at my desk and try to get up and move more often. And uh, I'd love to have uh, some of your tea. So I'm going to go check that out. Amplify You family, go check out Michelle's stuff at her link tree forward slash dance debut. And go check out her podcast, Be Well with Michelle Greenwell. I love that you have Greenwell in your last name. So cool. Uh, it is all about wellness. Michelle, thank you for being here with us today. Amplify You family, go out and have a fabulous week. And don't forget to check out Michelle's podcast. Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.